Hello there, welcome to the latest episode of the Back in the Late podcast. Again, something totally different today. I'll be looking at the 1968 Wimbledon Championship men's singles. I can't tell you how excited I was at the lead-up to the 1968 Championships. It was the first Open Wimbledon. I was 14 at the time, and I can't say I was a massive tennis fan. My only experience was watching the sport with the BBC coverage, which was fantastic coverage. You had... um, Harry Carpenter doing all the uh, the introductions and giving you the results as they went through. And then you'd have Dan Meskell and American Jack Kramer doing the commentary. It was great. I didn't know there was a pro game. I thought it was I was watching all the world's top players. I wasn't. All the successful players turned professional and were unable to keep competing in the Grand Slam tournaments, including Wimbledon. Imagine, say, 10 years ago when we had a top four of Roger Federer, Rafa Nadal, Novak Djokovic and Andy Murray, realising in this year's Wimbledon all these other guys will be entering and the four above mentioned will be seen in, say, 4, 9, 11 and 14. How good must the pros be? Unknown to me, the pros were allowed to stage a tournament at Wimbledon the previous year. The eight-man tournament was won by Australian Rod Laver. After talks between Jack Kramer, himself a former Wimbledon champion who had turned professional, and tennis executive Brian Cowgell, along with Wimbledon chairman Herman David, the wheels were set in motion to open up tennis for the amateurs and professionals to play on the same circuit. The first Open Grand Slam tournament was the 1968 French Open tournament. The tournament was won by Australian Ken Russell, playing in his first Grand Slam tournament since 1956, who beat Rod Laver in the final. Some of the best young players were missing from the French Open, including current Wimbledon champion John Newcomb and Britain's number one, Roger Taylor, due to World Championship team's uh, tennis commitments. These apparently were known as the Handsome Eight. But all of the world's greatest tennis players will be at Wimbledon 1968. I couldn't wait. So who were the contenders for the 1968 men's singles title? Let's go through the seedings. Number one was Rod Laver, a 29-year-old Australian who had won the 1961 and 62 Wimbledon titles and then turned professional. In 1962, he became only the second player to complete a Grand Slam, winning Australian Open, French Open, Wimbledon and the US Open in the same calendar year. The other was Don Budge way back in 1938. I'm sure they remain the only two men to have achieved this feat. Number two was 34-year-old Australian Ken Rosewall, he had turned pro in 1956, following a Wimbledon final loss to Lou Hode. He had won the other three Grand Slam tournaments, but Wimbledon had eluded him, losing in two finals, including the 1954 final, when only 19 years old. Number three was another pro, Spaniard Andres Jimeno, 30 years old. Jimeno had turned professional in the early 60s after winning tournaments in Monte Carlo, Queen's Club London and the Tomeo Condo de Godo. The number four seed is defending champion, Wimbledon champion, Australian John Newcomb, aged 24. He had a great 1967, winning not just Wimbledon, but the US Open as well. Another Australian seeded five, 1964 and 65 Wimbledon champion, Roy Emerson. Emerson had resisted the office to go pro and had a great career. The 31-year-old won six Australian Opens, two French Opens, his two Wimbledon titles and two US Opens, 12 Grand Slam titles. The number six seed is another Spaniard, Manuel Santana, who won the Wimbledon title in 1966. He also won the French Open in 61 and 64 and the US Open in 65. 
Attempting to defend, to defend his Wimbledon crown in 1967, Santana was beaten by American Charlie Passarell in the first round. Don't quote me on this, but I think up until this time, this has never happened before. Number seven was 33-year-old Australian Lou Hode. Hode very nearly completed the Grand Slam in 1956, winning the Australian, French and Wimbledon titles, but was beaten by Kenny Rosewell in the final of the US Open. Hode, an all-action player, retained his Wimbledon title in 1957, then turned professional. Sadly, Hose was played with back trouble and actually retired from the tennis tour in 1967, but the advent of the Open era enticed him to play in sporadic tournaments. The number eight seed is American Pancho Gonzalez, a pro still going strong at age 40. Pancho won the US champion, was the US champion as far back as 1948 and 49. It was in 1949 Gonzalez then turned professional and in the mid-50s for quite a few years was the best player in the world. In the French Open a few months earlier, Gonzalez turned the clock back, reaching the semi-final before losing to Rod Laver. The number nine seed is Dennis Rawson, a 25-year-old American who was beaten by Santana in the 66 Wimbledon final. He had turned pro at the end of that year. The number 10 seed, another American, 27-year-old Earl Butch Buckholtz, Buckholz had turned pro when only 21 years old. The number 11 seed is Australian 33-year-old Fred Stolly. Stolly was Wimbledon runner-up in 64 on 65 before uh, losing to Roy Emerson on both occasions. Stolly did win two Grand Slams, the 1965 French Open and the 1966 Australian. It was after his Australian Open win he turned professional. At number 12 is the Flying Dutchman, 24-year-old Tom Ocker. So called because of his speed around the court. A few months earlier, Ocker had beaten South, Africa, South African Bob Hewitt to win the Italian Open. Seeded number 13 is 25 year old American Arthur Ashe. In 1963, Ashe had become the first black player ever to be selected for the US Davis Cup team. Up until Wimbledon, Ashe had won five tournaments in the US, including the, Go- the Garden Challenge Trophy, beating Roy Emerson in the final. At number 14 is 27-year-old South African Cliff Drysdale, a US Open runner-up to Manuel Santana in 65. Drysdale was a Wimbledon semi-finalist in 1965 and 66. Another Australian at 15, 23-year-old left-hander Tony Roach. Roach won the French Open in 1966. He formed a great doubles team with John Newcomb. Finally, at number 16 is 30-year-old Nicky Pelic from Yugoslavia. Pelic, a left-hander, was a semi-finalist the previous year, going down in four sets to eventual champion John Newcomb. I remember there being a bit of uproar that Britain's Roger Taylor was not seeded after reaching the semi-final in 67, but Pelic, the other semi-finalist, who had had given champion Newcomb a tough semi-final, and he had only just got in at 16, so I think fair enough. So who else would we be looking out for? Well, obviously the Brits. Taylor... Mike Sankster, a semi-finalist in 1961, Gerald Bratrick, Graham Stilwell, who always seemed to upset the odds, Bobby Wilson and Mark Cox. Blonde-haired Cox had caused a sensation in the pre-Wimbledon tournament, the 1968 British Hardcore Championships. In the second round, he had beaten Pancho Gonzalez in five sets, and in the quarter-final, demolished the two-time Wimbledon champion, Roy Emerson, 6-love, 6-1-7-5. In the semi-final, he was well beaten by Rod Laver, but great stuff from him. In the same tournament, Stanley Matthews, son of the football legend, took the opening set off Wimbledon number three seed Andres Himado before succumbing. 
Incidentally, Ken Rose will beat Rod Laver in the final in the hard courts in four sets, just as he had done in the French Open earlier. It was looking pretty good for Kenny. Other players to note were Americans Charlie Passarell, Marty Reese and Clark Graver and Alex Almeida, who had defeated a young Rod Laver in straight sets in the 1959 Wimbledon final. South African Bob Hewitt, better known for his double success with Froome Ullen, will be another one they will want to avoid. The winner will receive a first prize of £2,000. A lot of money back in 1968, but even with inflation, I don't think it gets anywhere near last year's winner, 2022, who received £2 million. So, on to the first round. Well, defending champion gave us a bit of a scare in the opening match when he lost the first set to fellow Australian Owen Davidson, a fine grass player, 6'4", but he pulled himself together and won the next three sets quite comfortably. What of 66 champion Manuel Santana, the only defending champion to go out on opening day? Well, he made no mistake this time. He breezed past German Hans Joachim Plotz in three easy sets. Number one seed Rod Laver dropped the second set to American Gene Scott, but came through in four. The informed man Ken Rosewall eased past South African Abe Seagull in straight sets. So, did any seeds fall at the first hurdle? Just one. Last season, the semi-finalist 16th seed Nicky Palich went down in four sets to American Herb Fitzgibbon. This was good news for Britain's Mark Cox, who would now face Fitzgibbon instead of the seeded player in round two. Pancho Gonzalez put on a master show, beating India's Ramanathan Christian 6-2-6-4-6-3. Arthur Ashe also impressed with a 6-1, 6-2 victory demolition of Ecuadorian Eduardo Zaleta. Roy Emerson breezed past American Ronnie Holmberg in straight sets. Britain's Peter Curtis took a set off Dutchman Tom Ocker before going down in four. Fred, Fred Stolly showed what a great grass player he is, demolishing Frenchman Jean-Claude Barkley 6-1, 6-2, Cliff Drysdale saw off Brit favourite Bobby Wilson in straight sets. Number three seed Andres Jimeno beat Isvan Gullias of Hungary 6-3, 7-5, 6-4. Earl Butch Buckholtz was given a tough match by Aussie Allen Stone, but came through in four hard sets. Crowd favourite Lou Hode beat Jadip Mudajia of India, 6-3, 6-4, The final seed safety through was Tony Roach, a stray sets victory over fellow Aussie Roy Keldy. One of the Brits, well, as we've heard, Mark Cox was safely through, as was Roger Taylor, who beat fellow Brit Alan Mill, 6-4, 6-2, 6-3. Also through for a bit were Clay Isles, Geoffrey Blewett, who had a great five-set victory over Nicola Pietrangeli, French Open champion in 59 and 60. Graham Stilwell, who won another thrilling five-set against Russian Sergei Likchev. David Lloyd beat Frenchman Pierre Darman in four sets. In contrast, Mike Sankster, a 1961 Wimbledon champion, turned back the clock and beat Brazilian Carlos Fernandez, 6-love, 6-4, 6-4. Sadly, Britain lost Roger Becker, Keith Waldridge, Gerald Battrick, John Barrett, Miles Davis, Paul Hutchins and Stanley Matthews. Mike Stankster would now face number 12 seed Tom Ocker in round two. Graham Stilwell will be up against number six seed 1966 champion Manuel Santana. Round two. Let's see how the Brits get on first. 
Mark Cox came through a five-set thriller against American Herb Fitzgibbon within 12-10 in the fifth set. David Lloyd, another five-set winner, came through 7-5 in the final set against South African Terry Ryan. Mike Sankster found that flying Dutchman too good and too fast and went out 6-3, 6-love, 7-5. Graham Steele, as he always seemed to do at Wimbledon, defied the odds and took the first set off 66 champion Manuel Santana, but the Spaniard won a tight second set 10-8 and ran out a four-set winner. Jeffrey Blewett went down in four sets to Tom Edlifson of the US. Clay Isles found Aussie Ray Ruffles too good and went down 6-4, 6-2, 6-3. The big shock for the British support was the defeat of number one Roger Taylor, who breezed through the first sets against New Zealander Odin Perun, 6-2, 6-3, but then lost a marathon third set, 14-12, no tie breaks back in 1968, and succumbed 6-4, 6-4 in the final two sets. Defending champion John Newcomb looked really good when beating fellow Aussie John Alexander, 6-1, 6-4, 6-3. Number one seed beat a 21-year-old Stan Smith in straight sets. Number two seed, Ken, Ro- Ken Rosewall, was, had an almighty struggle with the dangerous American Charlie Passarell. Passarell won the opening set 9-7. Rosewall stormed the second set 6-1, but Passarell took the third 8-6. But class eventually came through in the end. Rosewall took sets 4 and 5, 6 2, 6 3 to set up a third round match with Roger Taylor's conqueror, New Zealander Oni Perun. 40 year old Pancho Gonzalez had another straight set victory over South, South African Bob Mauld. Number 9 seed Dennis Rawson had a thrilling five set win over fellow American Cliff Ritchie, winning 30 13 11 in the fifth set. Arthur Ash saw off Egyptian Ishmael El Shafei in straight sets. Two-time champion Roy Emerson dropped the first set against remaining Ian Tyriak, but won the next three games, dropping sets, dropping only three games. Fritz Dolly had his second comfortable three-set victory, this time over fellow Australian Bob Howe. 14 C Cliff Rysdale overcame Gaden, Graydon Garner in three sets. Number three seed Andres Jimeno had a tougher match beating Aussie Bill Bowery in four. Number ten seed American Butch Buckholtz was taken all the way by Bob Carmichael of Australia before winning 6-2 in the final set. 1956 and 57 champion Australian Lou Hodes, seed is seven, saw off the challenge of Pancho Guzman of Ecuador, 8-6, 6-1, 6-4. Number 15 seed Australian Tony Roach had another comfortable straight sets win over American Jim Osborne. In another five set thriller, South African Bob Hewitt came through against Thomas Cock of Brazil 12 10 in the final set. He will play Lou Hode in round three. American Clark Gravener was impressive against Dane Jorgen Ulrich winning 6 2, 6 love, 6 4. He will be up against Manuel Santana in third round. 1959 champion Alex Olmedo had a fine victory over Aussie Ken Fletcher, a doubles specialist, in four sets. Ove Bengtsson of Sweden came out on top against Jose Luis Arilla of Spain, 12-10 in the fifth set. There was a great performance from Russian Alex Vetravelli. After beating Benuel Arantes of Spain in round one, he demolished Frenchman Pierre Boost, 6-1, 6-1, 6-1. Round three. 
David Lloyd was outgunned by defending champion John Newcomb, 7-5, 6-love, 6-1. But Mark Cox kept the British flag flying with a straight sets 6-3, 6-4, 6-4 victory over Daniel Contet of France. Number one seed Rod Laver needed four sets to get past dangerous American Marty Reeson. The years finally caught up with 40-year-old Pancho Gonzalez. He won the first set against Russian Alcimetravilli, but was beaten in four. Number nine seed Dennis Ralston was too good for Brazilian Jose Mandarino in straight sets. Number 13 seed Arthur Ashe swept aside Ove Bengston of Sweden in straight sets. In the match of two former champions, Roy Emerson beat Alex Almeida 7-5-6-1-6-1. Number 12 seed Tomoka of, of Holland lost the first set 10-8 to Russian Vladimir Korokov, but then stormed through the next three sets, losing just five games. Fred Stolley completed his third straight sets win against fellow Australian Terry Addison. But it was the end of the road for 1966 champion six-seed Manuel Santana. He found Clark Graven of the US too good, going down 9-7-6-2-6-1. Also out was nine, number 14-seed Cliff Drysdale, losing in five sets to Tom Edlifson of the US. Round three was a bad, bad round for the seeded players. Third-seed Andrew Zimeno went out in five sets to South African Ray Moore, a popular character. Former champion 7th seed lost, Lou Hode lost a five-setter to another South African, Bob Hewitt. Butch Buckholz looked to be in danger when he lost the first set to Dane Torben Ulrich, but he cruised through the next three sets, 6-2, 6-3, In the bottom of the draw, Tony Roach beat fellow Australian Ray Ruffles and Ken Rosewell defeated uh, Roger Taylor's conqueror, New Zealander Oni Perun, in four sets. So into the round of 16, and nine seeds remained. Remained. Rod Laverwood, the number one seed, will be up against Britain's Mark Cox. Russian unseeded Alex Trevelli will play Dennis Ralston, seeded nine. John Newcomb, champ defending champion, four, will face 13 seed American Arthur Ashe. 64 of 65 champ, fifth seed Roy Emerson, will be up against the Flying Dutchman, number 12 seed Tom Ocker. Fred Stolley, the number 11 seed, will play dangerous American Clark Gravener. And in all, the only unseeded match, Tom Edlifson of the US will play South African Ray Moore. Butch Buckholz, the number 10 seed, will be up against Bob Hewitt, conqueror of Lou Hode. And the final match will be between 15th seed Tony Roach against fellow Australian number 2 seed Ken Rosewall. For two sets remaining, Brit Mark Cox gave the Wimbledon crowd hope of a sensational win over number one seed Rod Laver. Laver took the first set 9-7, but Cox came back winning the second 7-5. But from then on, Laver really began to play well and won sets 3-4, and 6-2, six, 6-love. Six, American Dennis Ralston had an easier victory than expected against Alex Smetravili of Russia, coming through in three straight sets. Defending champion number four seed John Newcomb lost his grip on his title. He came from two sets down against Arthur Ashe to level at two sets apiece, but the American Ashe won the final set 6-3. Another former champion also beaten was Roy Emerson, who went down in four hard-fought sets to Dutchman Tom Ocker. Twice runner-up Fred Stolley was another casualty, going down to American Clark Grabner 6-1, 7-5, 7-5. 
In the only match between two unseeded players, South African beat the South African Ray Moore beat American Tom Ellison 6-4 in the fifth and final set. Butch Buckholt saw of the challenge of the dangerous Bob Hewitt in four sets. The biggest shock of the tournament so far was 15 seeds, Tony Roach's straight sets win over the informed Ken Rosal, the number two seed, 9-7-6-3-6-2. So, into the quarterfinals, we have six seeded players and two unseeded players, Clark Gravener of the US and Ray Moore, a popular player from South Africa, who are drawn to play against each other. Number one seed Rod Laver Australia will face number nine seed American Dennis Ralston. Arthur Ashe will play Tom Ocker. And the number 10 seed Butch Buckholtz will meet Ken Rosewell's conqueror Tony Roach. Dennis Ralston gave Rod Laver a tough match going five sets, but Laver overcome the Americans 6 2 in the final set. Arthur Ashe, Arthur Ashe, who's he? Arthur Ashe lost the first set to Tom Ocker, but won the next two sets by the same score. Ash completed his victory, winning 6-2 in the fourth set. In the match of the unseeded players, American Clark Graeber came out a convincing winner over South African Ray Moore, 6-2, 6-love, 9-7. In the remaining quarter-final, Tony Roach lost the first set, 6-3 to Butch Buckholtz, but came on strong on the next three sets, 7-5, 6-4, 6-4. So in the semi-finals, Laver versus Ash, Graeber versus Roach. Number one seed Rod Laver never looked like losing to Arthur Ashe in the 1968 semi-final. He won convincingly 7-5, 6-2, Tony Roach had a much harder time against unseeded American Clark Gravener. Roach won the first set 9-7, but Gravener levelled the match, taking the second set 10-8. Roach just had the edge and won the next two sets 6-4, 8-6. So the final of the first open Wimbledon will be an all-Australian left-handers affair. Rod Laver, the number one seed, against Tony Roach, the number 15 seed. Rod Laver was a very strong favourite to collect his third title, and so it turned out. A great tournament with many great players and matches failed to climax with a great final. Laver won quite easily, 6-3, 6-4, 6-2. So Rod Laver had won 21 matches at Wimbledon on the trot since he was beaten in the 1960 final against Neil Fraser when he was only 21 years old. He won the title in 1961 and 62, then turned professional. Who were the other Wimbledon champions in 1968? Anne Jones, Britain's best female tennis player at the time, seeded four, gave number one seed American Billie Jean King a tough semi-final, but went down 6-2 in the third and deciding set. Billie Jean's major rival at this time was Australia's Margaret Court, who had surprisingly lost in the quarter-final to fellow Aussie, the popular Judy Taggart. Judy Taggart then breezed past American Nancy Ritchie, 6-1, 6-3 in the semi-final. In two half-fault sets, Billie Jean King, one of Wimbledon's greatest champions, came out on top 9-7-7-5. Britain's other top female player of the period was Virginia Wade, seeded five. Virginia was very unpredictable, one of them beat herself. She's surprisingly lost 6-4, 6-3 to Christina Sandberg of Sweden. The men's doubles semi-finals were of the highest quality. The first semi-final was an all-Australian affair. John Newcomb and Tony Roach overcame top seeds Roy Emerson and Rod Laver in four sets. 
In the other semi-final, Aussies Ken Rosewell and Fred Stolley had a comfortable straight win over South Africans Bob Hewitt and Froome William. The final was a five-set classic, with the younger men, Newcomb and Roach, beating Rosewell and Stolley 3-6, 8-6, 5-7, 14-12, 6-3, a marathon. In the ladies' doubles, defending champions Billie Jean King and fellow American Rosie Casals beat Britain's Anne Jones and Francois Dürer of France in the final, 7-5 in the third set. In the mixed doubles, Australians Ken Fletcher and Margaret Cole, seeded four, beat unseeded Russians in the final, Alex Metrovelli and Olga Morozova, 6-1, 14-12. Billie Jean King was denied a Wimbledon treble, going down in the semi-final to Fletcher and Margaret Cork, 6-4-9-7. Okay, that's it. If you have any other question about this or any other episode, you can make them on the Back in the Day group page on Facebook. That's it. See you next time.